On Monday, August 8th, Tall Can Audio hits 1,000 episodes. Wait, that's still on? Who could possibly still care? And the gang is all here to celebrate. It's euphoric. It's got to be close to Nirvana. It's outstanding. For the first time ever, Maddie, Michaela, Rob, and Matt are all live in studio together. It's happening, you guys! It's happening! Oh my god! Oh my god! I wish you all were here! Is this likely to go well? Just check my notes here. No! At least it will make a lot of noise. Boom. Here comes the boom. A thousand pods and a thousand pints. I don't think I've ever been as proud in my entire life. TCA 1000 drops Monday, August 8th, wherever you find low-quality podcasts. Fuck, it's out of control. Shit. This is Tall Can Audio, Canada's number one craft beer-fueled sports show. Say to myself, they need a role model. They need somebody they can look up to. Here's your host. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Matt and Maddie. What's going on, everybody? Welcome inside episode 981 of the Tall Can Audio podcast. My name's Matt. His name's Maddie. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Tall Can Audio. You can follow... Well, we'll get to all of his handles here in a few minutes. Uh, it's a Thursday afternoon edition of the podcast, which I say preemptively. Normally, these go out by Thursday morning. I'm not sure what my Wednesday night is going to look like and whether this gets edited or not. So uh, we apologize for the late release, but we're, we're having a shindig. And uh, Maddie Lang's here. What's happening, man? Okay, I got two questions. Okay. One, when we do the intro, did I finally get cult of personality when I'm coming on, or do I get the Adam Adam Cole boom? Here comes the boom. You've been calling out constantly for the uh, for the wrestling theme songs, and uh, at least you've picked a couple of good ones. Well, you know, it's Heel Maddie over here. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta live up to the name, right? How's it going, man? Good, man. Did you did you tell everybody what type of shindig this is today? I did not. No. Uh. <laughs> we'll we'll keep that between friends. <laughs> uh, it, it's all right. Uh, it's it's. I guess it's been up on the Instagram. We're one of us is taking one step closer to forty. <laughs> And uh, we'll let you decide based on who's laughing. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so Maddie was good enough to make the trip here. We're uh, we're having a pint or two, and thought we'd throw down a pod. If you can, I'm sure you can uh, hear the the water in the background. We're down kind of lakefront here. It is a blustery day. There's a lot of wind, a lot of waves, but uh, it's soothing. Yeah, we're gonna battle through. And uh, you know, it was a nice day to be at the water, watch the ball game, and Definitely. have a couple of pints. So. We got a, a couple of beers to get to here, and uh, Maddie, you're trying something legendary. Here, I'm Matt. trying something legendary. I've been waiting a minute to do this. This is the Calaboogie Milk Stout Brown Cow. Get the crack. Maddie gives me shit all the time for how often I reference this as a go-to beer, or how often I mention it to uh, the people need to try it. It's the first thing I stole out of the fridge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's one sitting here, so, uh, so Maddie went right to it. What do you think, Mom? All right. I take back everything I said. That's beautiful. It is beautiful. It's that kind, is beautiful. kind of sweet. It's dark. It's, it's a lot like you. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, that you know, dark and beautiful and sweet, right? I guess <laughs> all the all the descriptors on my uh, Tinder account. Yeah, quite exactly. Frankly. And um, now on his Twitter bio. <laughs> 
<laughs> we'll keep that handle up at the end of the sure. of the show, right? Yeah. Uh, that's delicious. It is. It's nice. It's, it's. I am totally blown away. Yeah. And I say that absolutely honestly. Yeah. Um, it's a great beer. I know. We we know. We've talked about it, especially during the winter. I love stout. I love yeah. milk stouts. This tastes like milk chocolate. Yes. I I feel like a child. Gorgeous. In the, in the best way possible. In the best way possible. Yeah. Like I'm well, coming home for some uh, after school cartoon shows like DuckTales. <laughs> yes. As we discussed earlier with our Disney afternoon obsessions back in the day. And, uh, as oh, we just, all... a, just back in the day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Disney Plus, man. It's, it's back up and running, right? So uh, I got something from a brewery we talk about on here a lot, but I've never had this beer before. This is... Uh, Good friends of the show. Yes. The uh, Nita Beer Company. And um, they put together... Uh, it's got to be a month or two ago now. Um, like a spring IPA pack that was a bunch of different breweries in the area wanted to get in and, and you know you could just buy this this pack of IPAs from all over the Ottawa area I think it was actually uh, I know it was actually province why grain and grit was in there from Hamilton they make some nice stuff too but uh, this is the what is this was the uh, Twilight Sparkle Brute IPA and um, just about a week ago maybe a little more than that I had something called the Sparkle Puff Galaxy Starfighter Defender of the Universe. So this is like the second Sparkle-related beer in in four shows. It's not a bad pace to set, whatever. When uh, I think about you, I always think about sparkles. Sparkly, man. Yeah, that's <laughs> me. So it's 6.5% uh, brewed IPA from, uh, from the people over at Nita, so we'll give that a shot. It's supposed to be kind of citrusy, and uh, we'll see if they bring it, man. Um, yeah, we got a couple things we're going to get into, but uh, while I'm trying this, let the people know your many social handles, projects that are on the go, where can the people find Gosh, you? I, I, I almost have to start writing these down. I got, I got a little a too much on the happening right now. As always, everybody can find me at Matt Does Physio if you want my more intelligent ponderings. Um, it looks like we're... You know, Those are the posts that come out before happy hour. Oh, right? definitely. <laughs> Sometimes after happy hour, too. Let's not be... Let's be serious. Yeah, um, yeah so Matt Does Physio looks like we're going to get back to... Uh, the injury report specifically for basketball coming the fall when the NBA season starts back up. So if anybody wants to give me a follow on there, always appreciated. Matthew Lang on Twitter for my dumb ramblings uh, on beer life and uh, internet wrestling culture. Nice. And of course, uh, the new project, which is Swish Club. Mm-hmm. You can look I, you know, on, on Twitter. I think it's we left out the vowels. I think on Instagram, it's just Swish dot club i think on tiktok it's swish club uh tiktok look at yeah this guy. i know we're trying to stay what young out here cool you know? guys yeah but you know that's, that's that's something a little bit newer that uh me and a couple of friends have been working on little projects some content creation stuff around trading cards right. uh obviously you know if you if you're on the internet you know trading cards have become a thing again so us being just larger version of adults <laughs> with credit cards now uh we we've definitely kind of got into it and we're, we're part of that culture um we're trying to bridge that gap between, you know, understanding why guys' cards are expensive because they're doing well, and trying to predict who is well, and trying to educate people on the way, on the way through it. And uh, we just like to have a little fun with it. And so the give videos, us, give the, us a follow. The uh, and we'll make sure there was a lot to take down there. We'll make sure all of those are in the show notes, uh, so people can find it there. My bumble is also <laughs> <laughs> Tinder. <laughs> 
Yeah, we're not putting that in the show notes, I can promise you. But uh, the rest of it will be, wherever you're hearing this right now, uh, in the show notes, we'll make sure you guys can find all of those handles because yeah. I'm not even sure I followed all of them yeah. there. Well, but I, th- I would the Swish Club stuff on Instagram, man, you guys have done some live videos, which have been kind of fun. Yeah. Like, you guys are putting up some cool content there. Like, I'm not Appreciate huge it. into the card stuff, but, yeah. like, it's at least entertaining to take down and... Like, you guys seem to know what you're talking about, obviously. And, and that's what we're trying to do, right? Yeah. I mean, the car, you know, if you can think of guys, you know, going to a card expo show, you think about the people there, not always the most social, <laughs> maybe a little bit more reserved. And, you know, we're just guys, you know, we love sports and we love collecting those cards. And yeah. there's some really cool stuff. You get auto cards and patch cards from game worn jerseys or game. I've got a couple, I got one uh, from Vladdy with a game used bat, you know, as part of the card. So there's some cool stuff. Yeah, that's um, cool. And we just try to put like a, our, our fun, you know, stamp on things and make it a little bit cooler than maybe it used to feel yeah, like. Yeah, a little and more fun twist to it. It's, it's, yeah, it's so fun. We've been having some fun with it. We've been ripping some, uh, some packs and stuff like that. And uh, we've actually, we're actually going to be ripping a pack of WWE oh, yes. Revolution. Oh, uh, man. This, I, I'm hoping this Friday, so it'll probably get posted Saturday. Yeah. Uh, one of our buddies is really into it and, uh, <laughs> you know. You and me, we, we, we were into it when we were kids, and we still keep a little pulse. So, yep. uh, yeah, we're going to be ripping that. I, I don't think we're going to do a live, but we'll edit the video down. Hopefully, we'll get something cool. Uh, still hoping for, like, an Edge or a Bret Hart on or go. something oh, like that, for right? sure, man. I'll uh, take the Bret Hart off your hands if you manage to get your hand. Yeah. <laughs> Call me first. I'll put yeah. in a bid on that. You so. can, can probably wrestle me down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're fighting up this a couple is, of weeks. This is the Giant versus Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Uh, speaking of weight classes, I should mention... <laughs> Next week, uh, UFC show coming up. UFC 276, a good-looking card, which means we'll have our buddies Graham Creech and Steve Bunda back on the show. Um, they're big, look, big time looking forward to this card. I'm big into it myself. A um, couple of title fights on it. Alexander Volkanovsky and Max Holloway. A uh, couple of little guys that would be closer to your weight class <laughs> uh, that are going to have at it. And, um, yeah, it, you know what? Just a stacked card. Israel's on there in the, uh, the Israel Adesanya is the name I've been stumbling all over but trying to buy time hoping it would come to my uh, come to my mind we got, uh, we got Maisha Kate Tate back in the Maisha ring Maisha Tate killer uh, I think Lauren Murphy's on this card as well Shadow O'Malley yeah uh, Sugar Sean is uh, is a guy that Bunda loves and I think that's half the reason yeah. he wanted to come back on the show to talk about this card is his boy Sugar Sean so. well listen I, I know listen Volkanovsky's been an absolute destroyer of worlds yes. in his weight class yep. um i have a very soft spot for holloway yeah he's so much fun to watch like that's gonna be a good fight like we've a, seen it before the but wiry guys, yeah. like skinny yes. guy with his arms should be or too longer than they should be yes and uh he can take a beating oh my god so you know it's gonna be a battle with these two guys and that uh adesanya man he's he doesn't get the same flash probably because he doesn't have the same like personality as maybe a Kamaru Usman or whatever, but he is inching closer and closer as well to being in that conversation of, you know, pound for pound. Um, yeah. So against Jared Cannonier, that's going to be an interesting fight. Um, anyway, we'll break you all say, of that you, down. You would say, Us- who, who, I mean, you've been bigger into UFC lately than I have. Who's your pound for pound guy right now? It might be, it might be Kamaru Usman. And, you know, he's, he's just dominated everybody that they've put in front of him. That division has been completely totaled uh, based on him. You could have at one point before she lost not too long ago talked about Amanda Nunes. 100%. Yeah. But uh, after getting upset there not too long ago, um, yeah, I, I, it's probably, for me, it's probably Kamaru Usman. So that'll be our UFC 276 preview show with Creech and Bunda. Uh, look for that next Thursday. Uh, that'll be a lot of fun. Maddie. 
Um, I kind of want to sit here for a few minutes and just revel in Austin Matthews being named Hart Trophy winner. MV and, Poppy. Yes, MV Poppy. Uh, and Ted Lindsay winner. And I guess the thing that I would ask is, because we've seen some of these cards like in terms of number of votes and uh, some of the um, writers have put out their ballots. Not all of them have. There's been this long-standing conspiracy theory, and there's really been two of them. And I never knew which, if either, I really bought into. I want to get your opinion here. There's always been this theory that a Toronto Maple Leaf won't win a major award because everybody hates Toronto, right? All the other writers, they're all biased. Fuck Toronto and yeah. this center of the universe and, and resentful towards it because the national writers are all there. So all the Leaf guys get too much attention and fair enough. Like that's a theory that maybe has some credence to it. The other one would be that, of course, Austin Matthews was going to win. Everybody loves Toronto, right? Like he's... Uh, all the uh, same reasons the national writers are there he gets all the extra attention so obviously he was going to win there are too many voters in the toronto area eastern bias all these sorts of things that were either the reason he was going to win is because everyone favors toronto or he had no chance because everyone hates toronto um obviously he has now won it did you ever buy into either of these theories or was it always just no everybody will get a fair shot out of this now now before i'm gonna answer i'm gonna answer your question i'm gonna answer it honestly but i want to say one thing first okay all of a sudden okay there's this big movement of guys getting mustaches (laughs) and everybody's saying it's because top gun just came out yeah listen for those of you who live in the gta and the golden horseshoe Mm. We've all had mustaches. Maddie's being territorial about this. <laughs> Very territorial. This is like I literally just grew a beard back. Yeah, <laughs> about a month out ago. Out of spite. Out of, yeah, I was upset. I'm getting out of this. I was upset that everybody came in market. with the Top Gun mustaches because <laughs> yes. in Toronto we've been doing the mustache for a minute because we're on Big Poppy's team. Okay, right. we're right. Big Poppy guys. <laughs> so that's the real theory. Is, that's, that's my conspiracy okay. theory. Is that Tom the mustache, Cruise, yeah. they only made that movie because of Big Poppy. Right. That's, that's my theory. Or I hockey, can, I hockey Poppy. Yeah, I could buy into that. <laughs> now, okay. I, again, I, I think a lot of this comes from Twitter and that quick reaction stuff. Yep. If you're on Twitter, you know the writers who were against Toronto. Right. They tend to be out of Edmonton. There was one ballot that had Connor McDavid fourth, Austin Matthews fifth. And I have never seen a more Calgary ballot in my entire life. That writer is yeah. from Cal- yeah. Fuck Edmonton. Oh, Johnny, Co- Johnny Goudreau is sitting pretty high up, Exactly, eh? man. Exactly. And That's listen, a Calgary this ballot. This is why the ballots go across the countries. Yeah. Right? I say countries, just, I mean, across North America, I suppose, right? There's definitely some people who have an anti-Toronto sentiment. To them, I'd say, listen... Derek fucking Jeter was a gold glove winner <laughs> his entire career. Okay, he was a sieve those last four or five years. Right. And he's still winning stuff because everything's an East Coast bias, apparently. Yes. So don't get on me about Austin Matthews, okay? If anything, Connor McDavid has everything set up for him to be the sweetheart, and he can't take it. What do he's, you mean by that? He's still... I know, hot take right here, right? But Connor McDavid... 
He's from the GTA in Markham, right? Yep. Everybody in Toronto still loves the guy, right? Yep. Like nobody hates Connor McDavid. No. You know, he's he's basically watching Patreon when he talks, Calgary, but otherwise. Right? Yeah. I mean that's their problem. Yeah, yeah. How do you spell dynasty in Calgary? <laughs> you don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're still bitter, right? Yeah. Listen, he plays in a Canadian city. And like most people will cheer for Edmonton. Like, there's not like a I hate of Edmonton, like sometimes we had like with the Sedines and Vancouver yeah. or Montreal coming through. You know, there's people who are going. We, you and I, couldn't cheer for the Senators when they went to the finals against Anaheim. No, I wouldn't Never cheer. Happened. I wouldn't cheer for Vancouver. In 04, you know, Edmonton, I, when Edmonton they took those runs, Calgary I cheered for Calgary. I cheered for Calgary in 04, and I cheered for Edmonton in 06. That's what I mean. Like, I did not cheer for Montreal, Ottawa ever, and I. Never, even in Vancouver in yeah. 2011, fuck I them. I, exactly. I couldn't do it either. But that's what I mean. Those, yeah. those, that's that's a space where the East Coast bias, I don't think, exists as much as they want to make themselves believe it does. Because the truth of the matter is, in Toronto, they don't look outside Toronto. Like They don't have time to hate your team. They're too well, busy we have loving time to hate their Vancouver. own team. Yeah, but, but it's... But we're they not, watch the game till 9.45, and then people go to bed. Like, hockey ends when the Leaf game ends. That's very true, like right? <laughs> Listen, man, we're all getting older. Okay? Yeah. We, need, we need our seven, eight hours, man. Right. Don't get on me about I'll that. I'll catch my Connor McDavid highlights in the morning. and Exactly. That's that. what Twitter gifts are for, right? right? He's Canadian. Everybody loves him. He has everything the league's behind him. Yep. I mean, I still think they should call more penalties on, like, Against him in the, in the against him, yeah. In the playoffs specifically, yep. I agree with him on that. Yep. But who's the Canadian? Like, if we think of who's our Canadian captain, if we had played the Olympics, it's still Crosby. It probably was still Crosby. It, it, he has not wrestled that away, and that's that's my one thing about Connor McDavid. And it's not like I don't even. It's know not if even it's Crosby is. Me. It's not. But why hasn't this guy? He should. He I mean, dominates he the, the opportunity league. Yet. He dominates the league. Yeah. No, he's had the opportunity. Sorry, I mean on an international stage at the Olympics and but just, stuff like that. I mean, that. even within the league, right? Like he's had the opportunity to do stuff. He, yes, he puts up points. This team stinks. And I'm around. not saying it's not it's just not on him. Don't get me no, wrong. No, it isn't that. on him. But that's why he, he can't drag a sack of crap kicking and screaming to a exactly. cup final. He well, managed to drag what's it. Always into a the, what's always final. the comment about Matthews? Oh, he hasn't dragged the team across that line yet. Right. Well, you're looking at the same thing over there. And I think, listen, Matthews had a season that you can't ignore. The way he put up goals, points, the way the Leafs were winning this year made it impossible for Missed them like 10 games to due not. To injury. Yeah. yeah, even with the Still got game. 60 goals and 106 points. Yeah, never mind 50. Yeah. This motherfucker went out and got 60 wearing a mustache. Right. Like you're you all about the stash. You don't right? lose him on the ice. No. You know, there's sometimes it's kind of like a Vegkin. You're like, how does he get open? Don't you guys? Haven't you been you watching probably games? Find that guy. Yeah. Someone that, should cover that guy. Hey, he on the power play, so he's probably going to be good. standing on the inside of the circle, waiting. So for- good for so long. <laughs> yeah. It was a matter of time until you know. We can all debate. It's going to be McKinnon. It's going to be Matthews. Might be McCarr. <laughs> God, it could be McCarr. But you know, McKinnon, Matthews, McDavid. Yeah. It's going to be these guys for the next at least five years yep. fighting over stuff. Right. Fighting so, over all the trophies. And that's great. This is great for the league. I hate when people get into this like, well, there's this bias this way. Bias. Enjoy the fact that we actually, we went through parts of the late 90s where we didn't have guys like this. Yeah. We didn't have these generational talents. And now we're blessed with three of them. Yep. You know, one's a beautiful Mexican from Arizona. <laughs> I don't know why you guys hate him. 
you know, is that why he's not from he's not from Cape uh, Breton like everybody else? Is that, is that the problem? But you know, I got to be honest with you. For me, man, I was honestly, I was a little surprised that he won both, both of them, because we heard earlier in the year there was an article in the Athletic that I guess a bunch of the other guys around the league didn't love Austin Matthews, right, and maybe didn't think he was all that good. Once you win the Ted Lindsay, if I if I'm Austin Matthews, I don't care about the heart. I don't care what the media thinks of me Agree, as long 100%. as the, the PA, the other guys I play against every night go, yeah, it's that guy. It's fucking that guy that you got to watch this year. So that was huge. And then I was a little surprised, not necessarily that he won the heart, but that it wasn't particularly close. I sort of thought there'd be a lot of vote splitting going on here. Shesterkin had a yeah. fantastic year. A lot of people were struggling. What do you do with a goalie? Like, how do you balance out? For sure. They play 60 minutes when they play, but they don't play every night. He it's like, only it's like the pitch. It's like the Cy Young and the MVP, Yeah, right? exactly. And they that's why in baseball, there are separate awards. And in hockey, you could have a goalie win both. And I don't necessarily hate that. But to me, when Price won it last and then when Hasek was winning it before, they were playing way more games than Shesterkin did. So I didn't have a problem with him being on people's ballots. But he wasn't the winner for me. Uh, Johnny Goudreau, Jonathan Huberdeau, some of these other guys. Really good years, honestly. But to me, it came down to Matthews and McDavid. And I I still believe, and we've had this discussion before on the podcast, I believe that it's possible to still say right now, even after Austin Matthews just won these two awards, that Connor McDavid's the best player in the world. But Austin Matthews had a better season. And that happens sometimes. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Like Wayne Gretzky did not win these awards every year. Sometimes Mario Lemieux had a better year. Sometimes, like, we all agree. I'll I'll give you you a better example because... Oh, okay. Mario Lemieux was also an all-time talent. Yeah. Like, and not just an all-time talent, but like a top five talent. Right. Right? So there was points, yeah. We had Wayne Gretzky. We had Mario Lemieux putting up like 200 points a year. And you're trying to decide. It's like splitting hairs at that point, right? Right. Honestly, it's splitting hairs. And if you like a guy who's a little bit bigger, a little more physical, yeah, maybe like Mario, he's Quebecois. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe the votes go a different way. LeBron James right. was the best player in the NBA. I don't think he's the best player anymore. No, but, but for he, like 15 years. 12 know. to 15 years, the guy <laughs> yeah. was the best player in the league. Yeah. He didn't win the MVP every year. Right. You know? Yep. Steph won it. KD won it. Because you have to evaluate that season. Yep. The point of the award is not who's the best. The, the point of the award you're is... You're not trying to evaluate greatest player of the generation. Not even that. You're not, a, you're not evaluating... If aliens come down to the earth... And say to Michael Jordan, you got to win or everybody's dying. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what we're looking for, right? Thank God the team squad is there to protect us. I'll tell you this. If they came to a basketball game and they still said, you know, it's coming down to this, I still might pick LeBron. Right. For one game. One game. Yeah. Give, me, give me 48 minutes. Right. I know what I'm getting, right? But if I'm building a team, yeah. maybe I want Durant. Maybe I want Steph Curry. Right. Right. Maybe I want Kyrie as long as my team doesn't oh, have to play in New York State. Jeez, and nobody wants Kyrie, man. No, I, 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 listen, we can, dude, I don't know if you heard about the, maybe a little segue here on that. Like, I don't know if you heard the latest news, but apparently part of, so Kyrie and the Nets are at an impasse about signing here. a new contract. Yeah. Has nothing to do with the vaccine. Has all to do with the fact that Steve Nash would run his practice and Kyrie would not practice with them and then come on as it was ending and be run his own practice with the starters. What a fucking loser. Yeah. So, Honestly. and it, you know, you're not I, talking about I a guy. I cannot believe Kevin Durant 
left the Warriors for this to come to this shit show. Uh, but we'll get back to the NBA in a few minutes. But I, I just, to me, I was a little surprised that Matthews won this so comfortably. I thought there would be more vote splitting, like I said. But I do think 60 goals, something that hasn't been done in a decade. Um, and he did it, you know, with nine or 10 games chopped off his season due to injury. And we talked a little while ago before we turned on the microphones that he was kind of slow starting too, right? Like he had that wrist injury that was a little yeah, uh, hampering so, him a bit. So like the tear that he went on for like the second three or like the last three quarters of the season was just something we haven't seen in a while. And I, I still, I think we can sit here this year and say Austin Matthews had the best year out of anybody, but Connor McDavid's still the best player in the world. I think both of those things can be true at the same time. And Makes for, makes for bad podcasting, but I definitely agree with you. Right. right? And but I, I think that's the thing, right? Like, you can, ha- you can be the most talented guy on the planet, but another guy can have a better season yeah. just on circumstances, sure. right? Like, when you're hot, what teams you're playing, all that sort of stuff matters, right? Yeah. Tra- I mean, travel on the East Coast is obviously a little easier. The shit that I was seeing, though, like, I last night before you arrived up here, man, I was just rolling around in the piles of garbage takes being spit out on Twitter. The one, the best one that I saw, and I quoted it at Talcan Audio, was uh, that you know the fact that he had sixty goals, which was more than he had assists, shows what kind of selfish player he is. And you're just like, oh my god, are we seriously going to do this? That well, assists that, are better than goals, listen, and are I, some sort of I tell, I tell sign you what, of virtue. The the men or women who put that up <laughs> can't skate from fucking man. blue line to blue <laughs> line. I can, I can guarantee you that. Okay, a goal's a fucking goal, yeah. man. That's it's hard point. to fucking do, That's and it's the a whole fucking point, point of the what game. We're trying to do out here: which team finishes with more goals than the other? And yeah, it's great when you make a nice little behind the back pass when you're getting pulled down, hundred percent. Yeah, but you got to put the fucking puck in the yes. net, man. Exactly. Put the puck in the net, and all of a sudden we're going to stop caring about goal scores because it's a Toronto Maple Leaf. Yeah. You want to talk about bias? There's your yeah, bias, right? There's it's your def- Twitter bias. For there's sure. your Twitter <laughs> fan bias on this BS, right? Like, I can tell you what, they wouldn't have been on it about Huberto having however many bloody assists he had and like his still 30 goals. Like plus two because yeah. it's horrible in his own end. Right? Like, all these things are supposed to matter, right? So Right, like you want to you vote for the guy who's a complete hockey player? Guess mm-hmm. what, man? Austin Matthews back checks. Yep. He puts his body on people. Yep. Yeah, does he make an open ice hit like Scott Stevens? No, but that's not the league anymore. Right. He's how many times have we seen another player coming down just coming down towards the leaf end and Matthews stick check, body bump, takes the puck, turns around, yeah. makes a pass, back up the ice, that gets stick the puck kind of like Datsuk, those takeaways. Gets the puck back yeah. and he does that little stutter step with his wrist shot. Yeah. And it's just you know, whether the goalie gets it or he puts it in the net, you just sit there and you're like that guy's at the top of his game. Right. Right. And honestly, like we, we were joking before about him being American and how that might actually be a boon to, to him. And you know, we were talking about the card values, like the trading card values. That might be good. Right. And if, you know, they ever get to the Olympics again. But honestly, if this guy was born in Ajax. Yep. Well, I don't know. Listen, He's still a leaf. If, if, if he was born in Ajax, there'd be a lot more guys on Grinder right now looking, looking to meet him. <laughs> let me tell you. He's still a Leaf, so the rest of Canada is still going to hate him. That's the problem. That's his biggest problem in Canada. He is huge for the league across the United States. And like you said, when we get the next World Cup up and going here, 
Like, all this talk that we had all year about how great it was going to be coming into the Olympics, which didn't end up fucking happening, about McDavid yeah. playing with Crosby, yeah. they were just as excited for him to play with Patrick Kane. How That's his not? guy. Like, and, and Matthews loves Patrick Kane. That's a, and that was the same sort of, whether you want to call it, like, passing of the torch or generational, yeah. like, these moments, the, the, the Lemieux, Gretzky to Lemieux at the 87 can, like, all these sorts of moments. They wanted that. They wanted that for, for Matthews and Kane. And they'll still get it, but it's no different than Crosby, right? He's another two years older now. It's yeah, not quite exactly. what it could have been, right? So, um, yeah, you know what? As far as Canada goes, um, he's playing in the, the biggest market that gets the most attention. As far as the U.S. goes, he's an American-born player who's, you know, just tearing it up. People already talking yeah. about maybe one of the greatest American players of all time. Talking he about might it. might already I, be I, the greatest Leaf of all time. I, I would... I would I've, I've been on a record saying this before. And, you know, again, maybe a little bit of Toronto bias because we watch... And listen, I, I don't just watch Toronto games, yeah. right? I watch a lot of hockey. I watch a lot of basketball. This guy is the best Maple Leaf that I have ever yeah. seen. Love and Dougie. It, love we're, Wendell. We're, love Matt's. Like, you love you them and all. me, Matt, we're not old, but we're not young. Right. Right? We're, we're, we're in that middle age yeah. right now, right? I we're, can't talk too much about Borea Salming. Yeah. I can't talk too much I about I Teeter Kenny. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, we, we can't Dick talk Duff. about the guys in the 80s maybe that hard, but, like, <laughs> you know, me and you really started watching a little heavily in the early 90s. Yeah. So we've got, we've got a couple years of watching the least behind us. This is the best or the most complete best player that the this organization has had in our lifetime. Yeah. And I have no doubt in my mind that when he finishes his career in Toronto, he will go down as the greatest leaf of all time. I'm with you. Uh, I, I think he's, he's got the skill level to surpass Sundin. Oh yeah. Um, he's already I, surpassed. Sundin. I loved Matt. He was one of my favorite. He players is up, just better than Matt. everything you want in a hockey player, everything. And I, I always think back to today. I was in Montreal with a with a group of friends for a bachelor party. It's a good spot. And for I made party. them I made them watch the draft lottery <laughs> before we left. Yeah. And when we got the first pick, I like jumped up and Super Mario the roof. <laughs> and there, I remember a couple of guys going like, "What are you so excited about?" I was like, "Do you know what this means? Like, yeah. do you know who we're getting? This guy, yeah. this guy who's." 18 playing against adults in, Sw- Switzerland. in Switzerland just yeah. dominated adults. And he's been better league. than I even expected him to be then. Like, Well, that's it. He's, yeah. he's surpassed everything we would have wanted. Yeah. Um, I, I also th- I think he's going to be the best, greatest American of all time. Yeah. I don't think that's... Uh, no, I think that's I don't, I don't think that's a hot take. Yeah. I think you're looking at guys like Medano and Roenick. Hull. And I, Hull. Leach. For, for my money, I always loved, uh, you know... I was a big Ronick guy. Yeah, I loved Ronick. I I wore his number when I was a kid. Um, to me, he was when I watched Matthews. I'm like, you're you're the evolution of him, right? You're you're a better version of him. You're the next. You know, you're going from uh, Zega Zega '96 to 2K22 here. Nice. You know, yeah. Like now we're in 4D here. You know, uh, we just wrapped up an NBA final that I don't know what. I necessarily expected coming out of it, but I just, when I watched what that Golden State Warriors team did and what Steph Curry did again, again, you're, I was just left sort of like, this guy is on a, like, 
I don't know. We've talked about this before in hockey. Like, what is a dynasty now? Does it have to be like three or four in a row? Can you do dip- this team has been great with pieces kind of coming and going for as long as I don't know. It's got to be almost ten years now. Like eight I, years. Yeah. Four, four titles in eight years, and four titles eight years in six finals. Yeah. Like this is the modern day. Like this is great as anything we've seen in the NBA probably since the Bulls, right? The since late the 90s Bulls. Bulls. Yeah, yeah, since the Bulls. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is wild. And and to say it's being underappreciated sounds ridiculous. But in some ways underappreciated. Yeah. Um well there was people that had already written off this this Warriors team, right? Like and here they are again, standing with another title. Yeah, I mean the league is you know, again, right now in a place where it's up for grabs a bit. Sure. Right? Um, yeah, they're not like I, I don't a 70-win team anymore. I don't think that's a, a surprise to anybody. Like, the league's a little up, up for grabs. But what the Warriors have been able to do, and, you know, the, the narrative was, you know, the, you know, they were a lottery team, and then they, were a, they lost a play-in last year. Like, okay, that's a little overblown a bit because they lost KD. And they lost Clay. Yep. Clay hadn't played in two years, over two years. Right. Right. So, you know, when your second best player is gone, like, I don't care how good your best player is. That one year they definitely threw away, you know, after the Raptors championship, they definitely threw that away because they didn't have Clay, they didn't have KD. Yep. They definitely started resting Steph and every, every bump he took. They were like, all right, well, we'll just take some games off, whatever. It doesn't matter. Because why wouldn't you try to extend his career a little bit on a season that doesn't matter? <laughs> why not, right? Sure. But I think this goes to the legacy because they're in a weird space where, or they had been in a weird space, I think, where they were looked at that the Raptor team in 2019. The narrative around it is always like, well, that was a team effort, right? Mm-hmm. People want to take something away from Siakam. People want to take stuff away from Kyle. People want to take stuff away from even Kawhi at that point. Right. And they, that was kind of the narrative around Steph. Well, you know, it was him and Clay. Then it was him, Clay. I mean, they had Draymond the whole time as well. It was like him, Clay, and KD. He's not that great because he has the big supporting cast. Yeah, you know, he, he's allowed to do these things because he's got these other guys around him. Yeah. Some would call that good team construction. You know, <laughs> maybe a good GM. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe the GM. I don't know. God forbid they draft Well, Steve well. Kerr, did he not come out and say that after... Exactly. He pointed to his GM exactly. and goes, "You know what? The players and, and us as coaches get all the credit. You may want to take a look Gotta at the guy who keeps team putting together, this team right? together." Yeah. Which is funny because with the Raptors, they go, "Well, it's Masai." Yeah. And I don't not taking anything away from Masai. Listen, our team was trash before Masai came back, <laughs> right? Because Masai was on the team, left. Man, the Rudy Gay slander back. is just off the charts. <laughs> Masai's ability to look at people in a very Belichickian way. Oh no. Are we doing you know, it's this? always coming back. Oh, it's always coming back. This is what to... we're doing, eh? <laughs> Kronk announces his retirement this week. Again, he's going back to WWE, maybe. Listen, he said if uh, Tom calls midseason. <laughs> yeah, of course. Anyway. Listen, that, that guy can still find a way to get open, and I don't know how, because he looks like a robot out there. He looks like an absolute robot. I have no idea how he gets open. God bless him. It's the best thing Buffalo's ever produced. Oh, my God. Some chicken wings. Come at me, Buffalo. Yeah, <laughs> Come <yeah>. at me. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Like, to me, when you, you just... I think even coming into this series, this 
this NBA Finals, a lot of people sort of were, you know, it's Boston's time, right? And well, people were, I think... It that, sure- that's surprising because it wasn't that way. And I had people asking me before, and I, this is one of, you know, I love sports betting. I didn't actually make this bet. Mm. I should have. Because I was telling people, I think Boston is the best team in the East. Right. Not for any other... Everybody wants to talk like it's going to be Tatum and Tatum's going to carry you and all that. It has nothing to do with that. They had the best defensive structure mm-hmm. that was clearly shutting people down. Right. That was it. Right. Um, they they were just a very good. Again, they were put together well. The team itself was put together well. I don't think that means Tatum's not going to make that jump. I just don't think he's ready just yet. Okay. Um, I also don't think he's ever going to be like, like he's not, he's not a generational star the way they want no. him to be because he plays for Boston. Right. But they, that's what they always want to sell you, but they were a good team together. Right. Right. Um, I don't know, man. I saw a lot of people going into that series saying kind of writing off so the it's, Warriors. It's one of the reasons I, I did not put money on the series because I felt so strongly in Boston's defense. Right. That it made me worried. Yeah. When they went up two one. And to just start, you know, when you start listening to their interviews and they're starting to feel like, oh, we got them now. Yeah, yeah. And it had been that, it was that Curry game where he didn't hit one three. And I'm like, you guys are stupid. (laughs) You know, you you guys are idiots. He's a killer. I know he looks like the guy who's like your librarian, but he's a killer. And a guy like that, if you rub that in his wound, that he went, he had a bad day. Yeah, he's coming back. You know he's coming back. Yeah. And... Sure enough. They didn't lose a game after, right? No. Like he was just like, cool. Yep. Cool. I'm gonna now I'm gonna take care of my team and we're gonna do our thing and we're gonna win this game. Well, so let me ask you then, because we've talked about team construction, but there's been a lot of pieces in and out and you know you know, where this team fits, obviously probably the best group since those late nineties bulls or mid nineties bulls, whatever you want to call it. But Steph's been there the whole time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Where does he fit? Like when you look at him and that these these Warriors teams versus you know what the the Heat did with LeBron and and Bosh and uh, and Dwayne Wade. You mean go two and two? Yeah, got two titles out of it though, and it was a deep group. I look, I, look I'm not. I don't want to sit here and re-debate the Miami fucking Heat, uh, the the big three. And <laughs> I mean, all I'm that here shit. for that all day. But. Yeah, I am not. Uh, <laughs> where do we put Steph after another? title Steph Curry where is he now on the you know the pantheon yeah so one thing I love about basketball as opposed to hockey sometimes as opposed to baseball when we talk about you know who's in that top tier it's a little more forgiving because I think there's an understanding of like there's different things per like per position right sure. you you can't expect you can't say, like, well, what happens if Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in his prime is playing Steph? All right. Because they're never really matching up in that, that way, right? Yeah. I'm a firm believer that you have, so you have a tier one. That's Kareem. That's Michael. And that's uh, LeBron. Okay. Those guys dominated their eras. And I think you could drop those guys in any era. No bird, no magic in tier one. No. I, I think that's tier two. Okay. I, I, okay. I honestly think that's tier two, I, and I don't think that's a, I don't think that's as hot of a take as it sounds at first, right? Because Kareem, and again, you and me were a little bit old, right? Or, or sorry, too young for for Kareem. Yeah. But I've watched a couple of his stuff like afterwards. Yep. 
you know, this guy in year 18 was winning MVPs. Yes. No, right? he's a freak. He's hitting the sky hook. You know, he's got glasses on now. <laughs> he's changed his name like Ali, you know? Yeah. This guy was just dominating even in year 18. It's, that's crazy to think of in the way that the blocks he had. I don't care. You could put him today. If you leave him with today's training, he's still getting those blocks. He's still moving the way he needs to. <laughs> Michael's the one who changed the way you train. That's why LeBron changed, trains the way he does. Yep. If you have Michael today, Michael's a different guy. Right? There was his 91 season. He shot 50% from three. He took four threes. <laughs> okay? Yeah, in, the totally playoffs, in the playoffs, league. right? Yeah. But if he's playing today, he's taken eight threes a game. Yeah. He's still probably shooting 40% because it's Michael. Yeah. Right? It just wasn't the game back then. I think those are... These guys have transitional skills. If you drop LeBron in the 70s or 80s, he's going to dominate. Of course he is. You know, he's maybe not as big as he's not training as much, but he's still going to dominate because he's just that good. Those guys are That's not only generational, those are, the, those are the ones that we've been just, they've been blessed yeah. in a different way, right? Then you got your magics, your birds, those guys, okay? Mm-hmm. I think as far as like you're looking, Top 15. For Steph. Steph is easily top 15. Of all time. All time. Yeah. I'm talking with the Kobe's, with the Shaq's, the Barclays, um, Kawhi, even your if you want to throw uh, <laughs> Your big country, Reese. Listen, hey, if you talk to Vancouver, that, that yeah. East Coast bias is coming out huge here, right? You know, you, I'm thinking of some other guys like Tim Duncan, like, the, you know, well, Those guys who are all top fifteen filling up pretty fast, man. but that's that's what I mean. It, yeah. It's hard to say, yeah. you know, because you would want to throw a guy. Um, I know we said Magic. Magic's a point guard. You want to throw a guy like maybe Stockton, pretty high up there. Yeah. Maybe not top fifty, but high up there. You want to throw a uh, Jerry West. You want to, you know, it's very easy to fill that top fifteen yeah. out. He's very easily a top fifteen player all time. Hmm. He's got what two MVPs now. Four championships, one MVP for the uh, playoffs. How many, I don't know if he's, I can't remember the scoring titles, all that. He's already got the most three pointers ever. Do you know what it is? And for, he's still playing. Wow, yeah. Do you know what it is for me when I watch this guy? It's anything but a basketball expert. Everything he does just looks smooth, <laughs> just kind of gliding through it, right? Like, yeah. Like LeBron, one of the great things about him is he's got the body that sometimes if he has to, he'll just kind of go through you. And it's kind of clunky, but he's perfectly fine to clunk yeah. through it because yeah, he's yeah, yeah. LeBron. That doesn't happen with Steph. Steph kind of glides around you or stops up and everything happens in one motion as he arcs it over you. Or like I think it, that's the one kind of knock against graceful. him, right? There's some people who love Westbrook still. Right. Because he looks aggressive when he goes and gets sure. it done. But and you're right. about that all the time. Steph with, is like... Steph looks like he's out on the on the playground. Yeah, I if love he's it. just making it look that easy because he is that much better than you. Like that's fine. Like I, that's not a strike against at least. That's what be. happens when you're five years old and you're playing with Vince Carter on the basketball court, right. right? Yeah, like you you might learn a step or two on how to handle the ball. Yeah, but easily, I think there's he's definitely top fifteen. I think there's an argument now for him to maybe get into that top twelve. Right. We're going to ask you to put if, that together one of these days. If they put, if they put, these top, oh gosh, top twelve NBA players. I'm going to need like three pints, two shots of tequila, and a <laughs> that's it, eh? and a 
To me, this seems like an arduous process. <laughs> to This is like a multi-day, several pint. Uh, Especially if you want them in order. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Um, yeah, you're, uh, you're Golden State Warriors, NBA champions once again. So Let's give it up for Andrew Wiggins, too, eh? Love that guy. A guy who was completely written off, you know, written off just because he went to Minnesota and, like, that's his fault. <laughs> like, nobody cared about KG. You see the list they put out? Of guys who had committed to the next cycle here for uh, basketball, uh, Canada basketball. Was it on the list? No. but Was it on the list? No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, I don't know if that's his choice, if that's their choice. It was a good-looking list, man. Uh, Team Canada should medal. At just about anything. At this point, Team USA at this point on talent is the only team better than Canada. Yeah. Yeah. It's nuts that, that we're still sitting here and thinking about whatever that last qualifier was last fall or spring and they're just getting punted so disappointing so disappointing it it all comes down to and what i loved about this this three-year commitment from these guys that's what the u.s did well give us some names here man like run it down there was some big names here. oh okay i'll start with uh the an an unheralded name in lou dort from montreal yes plays for okc there's some trade rumors around him right now but he is your shutdown defender but he made it like he was on that last team that qualified that didn't make it. But like he, that's where he sort of, as far as Canada basketball, kind of made his name a little bit, right? Not ma- NBA people knew him, yeah. but on the international stage, like look at this guy, he's yeah, one of us. Eh? Who's this guy? Yeah. yeah, he's an absolute shutdown defender in the NBA. But I he think can, he yeah. can handle anybody in the league defensively. Think, he's he's a big body. Yeah, but I think uh, I think Shea Childress Alexander was on the list. He uh, might be. Was Jamal Murray the on the best. list? They were both on the list. Yeah. Now Jamal Murray obviously, you know, has a did play last year because of his ACL tear. Yep. Him in Denver with Jokic the previous season were a, a very serious title contender. Yeah. Jamal Murray's only problem is that he's definitely kind of got that Kobe vibe of his me versus the world. Right. That's what makes him a great player. But, but to also have that talent on the list, man. That's just, I like some of these names, it's when you need a bucket at the end of the game and you can go to a Jamal Murray, listen, that's good, right? You got a guy like Chris Boucher down the middle. Yep. You got a guy like, like you said, SGA. SGA, and that's what I was going to say, SGA might be the best Canadian player in the league right now. Yeah. He gets no love because he's on OKC, and OKC basically has sat him for the last, you know, half the season the last two years because they don't want to burn his legs out while they're drafting 17 guys a year because he got so many draft picks. Yeah. That kid is... An absolute star. What about RJ? Was he on the list? RJ's on the list. Yeah, like this. Is a- and RJ's another guy. He's he's very DeRozan like in that every year this guy gets better. Yeah, every year everybody wants to write him off. Every year this guy gets better. I'm every telling time. you, man, it's, a, it's a, we don't have to get bogged down. There'll be lots of time to talk about Canada basketball. But it, I saw that list. I looked at that. And went. That's a great. Yeah. Like that Canadian team needs to be on a podium at the Olympic Games. You got Brooks, who's playing in uh, Memphis. Uh, out of Mississauga or the Mississauga area. Yep. He's another guy. He's just got that attitude of like, we're going to do this. Right. We, we we are missing, you know, the big guys a little bit. We're a lot of wings and a lot of uh, guards, but, yeah. you know, we've got Olenek still. We've got Chris Boucher. There's still some, uh, there's still some length there. There's no reason this team coached by Nick Nurse won't be good. Right. Let's not forget that. Nick Nurse, I know he's from Ohio. <laughs> Grandparents... Great grandparents or grandparents were actually from Ontario. Nice. Uh, is it, he's, he's adopted the Canadian thing here. He's he's all in. I love that about him. But because of the Arkells, but 
Yeah, that's a big part of it, but that's all right. He he's definitely a top three coach in the league. Yeah, you know, and it, it's so interesting. You know, Twitter, the slander he was getting from some fans, being like, "Why are you throwing this guy out? Why are you throwing that guy out?" Soon as the Lakers said they were looking for a coach, all the rumors were like, yes. they're calling Nick the Raptors Nurse. about Nick Nurse." And you're like, Raptor fans, some of them are so spoiled because they've, <laughs> they've only known the good times. Yeah. They didn't know the Butch Cassidy's. They Butch Carter's. Or Carter's. <laughs> there we go. The very they, didn't the, guy, yeah. they didn't know like the, I'm trying to think who the other guy was. So I'm thinking Lenny about. Wilkins Lenny Wilkins was here at the end of his like, career. Yeah, you know, They didn't see good. all those guys come through, right? No. It was rough there Man, for a little it, bit. It was bad coaching for a very long time. Vince Having Carter Nick body nurses. slamming Sam Mitchell at some point in a <laughs> fucking physio room. Sam still hasn't bought suits that fit, too. No, There's still like the three-button <laughs> oversized suits. Yeah. No, you know what? It's uh, I'm excited, man. I, similar to what's gone on with uh, with Canada soccer, Canada basketball has has got my attention right now, and we could be in a spot here to to take a bit of a run. But uh, the wind continues to build, and uh, my pint's almost empty. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we wind this one down and and continue the party, man. Fair enough. Appreciate you doing this as always. Uh, the show uh, the show notes will contain all of Maddie's various handles and places you can find him they are numerous and uh <laughs> maddie keeps busy we like that about him but uh, appreciate you doing this man appreciate you making the trip up and, and having some pints today hey man you only turn uh 28 once in a while eh exactly uh constantly now <laughs> just repeatedly every year that's how it goes down uh we'll wind this one down here like i said uh, rob will be back on uh on sunday's episode that'll be 982 Ooh. and next Ooh. week uh 983 will be uh creech and punda as we tee up ufc and so lots coming up on the tall can audio podcast for maddie my name's matt we'll catch you all next time now, y'all ain't got nothing else for me to drink i'm a haul ass no i'm serious i'm about to haul ass and y'all have no better shit than this to drink thanks for listening you can get more TCA at TallCanAudio.com or by searching TallCan Audio on your favorite podcast app.